It's a good show. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. This is the spookiest podcast. Spookiest Happy podcast. Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Um, it's, I think, it, early it's September. It's not Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we have a uh, fun, interesting, and thoughtful, uh, and I know I say this a lot, uh, incredible episode yeah. of our show. A lot of vulnerability in this one. Incredibly vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. we, we're talking to uh, two friends of mine and two future friends of Lucas's. Uh, fingers uh, crossed. Hampton Yount and Dave Ross. They're both comics. I've known them for years. Um, and finally, we Easy got to them. fact check. Yeah, Hampton uh, has ignored a few DMs of mine. For, and we get, we'll into, get that. into that. Yeah, we, um, we get into that. But they do host a podcast also on the Starburns Network called Suicide Buddies. Um, it is a it is a show about depression and suicide. Yeah, they and talk about it's light and it's it's not pro suicide. It's not anti. It's just talking about what it is. To, it's, a, it's a way of connecting through through talking about something that's tough to talk about. Truth, 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 mm-hmm. truthiness, truth bombs. Um, anyway. So Truth Spears. We get into a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, we get know. into pretty much everything you can. We talk about, uh, you know, the the causes of suicide. Uh, you know, some of the some of the different tools people have used to work their way through depression. We talk about Mark Maron's dad. Yeah, we talk about Mark Maron's dad, and we find out finally who's your guys. Who's your guys? Who's your guys? We find out from two guys. Who's guys? Who's their guys? Who's their guys? Um, so this is a good one. You guys are going to want to jump in. Um, we've all dealt it's with depression. Active. We talk about therapy. Yeah. Um, what it's like to be in therapy. Why everyone should be doing it. And uh, let's get let's get. Frank. And learn to take some time for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Like an so hour with us right let's now. Let's jump in. Okay, let's smoke some weed. Saving the world. With Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. podcast thanks very much we'd like to leap right into it who are your guys who are your guys (laughs) name four of your guys kendrick maron and maron um i i want to leap right into it i'd like to Um, leap right into it i'm gonna put hampton in the hot seat why did you not return my uh, dm about this podcast Uh, because i secretly think i'm better than is it a power move it's it's an internal power struggle with myself is it really Uh, who won The devil, so. the devil on my shoulder. No, but then it all kind of got worked out through my I, manager. I can handle it. Just, and then I, I, I just was, want to know. Sometimes when I think things are getting handled already, I just don't respond. Really? And I'm also like dealing with a million things. Even right if it now. burns a bridge. No, always things. Is, what are you I, dealing with right I now? I also feel like oh, a ton of family shit right now, oh. uh, and career stuff, of course, as always. Sure, that's yeah, always relatable. But my family's like imploding. So oh, you know. I got to deal with a lot of back and Damn, forth about now that. I, now I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the way I can always spin it on people. Like, I, when I start yeah, shutting but... down emotionally and shit, and I'm like unresponsive yeah. and stuff, it's always because stuff's I say going mine on. Mine is fibromyalgia. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, like, you didn't get back Do you to call it fibromyalgia? fibromyalgia. I have my asthma. Uh, fibro, right? Isn't it? Is fibromyalgia. That's what I say every I time call I have it a Lady Gaga yeah. disease. <laughs> <laughs> I just fri- fibroed myalgia. Hey, uh, not to. This is sort of a useful segue moment here. Uh, now that Barry's learned why you didn't return 
uh, his DM. I didn't learn. I think he basically said he didn't care. Well, no, but he oh, said he didn't care because his caring it, was invested in other things. Yeah, but, it's like I only have so much emotion at a time. Yeah, yeah. but speaking about <laughs> emotion and stuff like that, you guys have this Suicide Buddies podcast, uh, which is premised around the idea of, of well, a lot of dark jokes and stuff like that, but also dealing with like depression and suicide kind of openly and confronting yes. it. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, you talk about there's a lot of family shit going on with you right now. Is is, is there some part of talking about that that is like Part of your pie, part, do you think that's yeah, helpful in some sure. way? Sure. Yeah. Usually, I have to kind of watch it with my family because they don't really like to be like put on blast and stuff. Right, so sure. I just, you know, when I can talk <laughs> about it, I. You know, am usually what if able they to did? Process. What if they did like to be put on blast? <laughs> Hampton, if you could put me on blast, that would just be great. Wait, so you're saying lit, you don't want to you don't want to talk through your family stuff? Not live on the podcast all the time. Yeah, I feel the same but way. But I think sometimes I we either. just talk about our emotions and what's you know kind of the general vibe we're going through. Yeah, and we do encourage know. people to talk about it. Um, and I think that Hampton and I both. Do talk about it, but you talk about it with your family and then other people that you can confide in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really up to you which people you are comfortable telling, and I think both of us are just not comfortable airing our family issues yeah. but you, publicly. We'd have to talk, we'd have to talk like about ask them. them on so many different things to really talk about it. But you can talk way. about it sort of broad stroke emotionally. Sure, yeah, sure, exactly. yeah. And that's sort of like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, can you can you uh, cl- like explain a little bit on that, how that works? What do you mean with relation to yeah, dealing like with depression about, and suicidal yeah, thoughts? Depression. Are you just talking about like, oh, this is the ongoing condition that I'm sort of experiencing right now, and here are symptoms of it, and in talking about those symptoms. You mean symptoms, like, what's the Statement? I feel, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like oh, of the yeah, show. Yeah, well, yeah. Why, I feel why like a little suicide? less. Yeah, why suicide? <laughs> you love it? <laughs> dude, I mean, yeah. yeah, dude, it yes. fucking that, rules. I was working dude. my way up to that. Are very, you but yes. me? Do you do you love suicide? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking sick, dude. I fucking love life. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, like no, you guys want to talk I, about it a I bunch. Think it's so a combined, what, there must be something. Something we addressed early on is that we actually just find all life funny, and it's yeah. like all of life is very absurd, yes. and especially when you come at it with. Largely like a nihilistic almost kind of approach. You can't help but like laugh at the absurdity, but also you want to talk it out and maybe actually get to the other side of nihilism. You don't want to be like separated from people. We're trying to actually connect. I've said it a few times on our show. It's hard to describe to people. I literally think death is funny, but I don't think someone dying is funny. If you can understand that difference, then you know what the show is. Because, like, an individual instance of someone leaving this earth that is awful, and I, I, my heart goes out to you, yeah. everyone related to and who if loves that dead, person. If you're dead, shout out. Shout but out the, if you're dead. But the idea of death, the fact that we just are alive and then we're not is fucking ridiculous to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's so it's insane. It's also ridiculous. Yeah, it's so was... ridiculous. And then suicide is especially funny as a concept. And again, when yeah. someone kills themselves, that's not funny. But the fact that we all have an off switch and is that, insane. Like, and that like you were already <laughs> going to die, but then you're like, well, I'm going to decide. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, well, just yeah, wait gonna, out the I, clock. I'm going to speed it up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so, yeah weird. It's, it's so weird. It's almost crazy if you're not depressed. Like, yeah. What is, that's kind right. of my general vibe. And yeah. Like, so that's kind of like, I think a lot of comics would you say, fall well, on that level. Well, would you say that uh, in your life, like, because uh, I, I remember very early on, like, oh, listen, getting into comedy, like, very young age, being like, damn, I love comedy albums. It was like a baby. Yeah, you know, but like, <laughs> depression cool to me. I only like baby comedy. <laughs> for sure, like, depression to me predates any memory I have of, like, anything comedic. Is that oh, sort of really? It really does? Guys? That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Really? I remember, like, from, get, from the get, just What's having, your first like, memory of depression? I don't know, probably, like, 
three or four years old, what? like wow. school or something like that, just being like overtaken you by just, just being do you like, still wow. kind of, Do you still kind of deal with it? Oh, yeah. I, and like that's been a constant sort of treatment. Thing. I mean, I, th- I think like weed for me actually is very medicinal. Wow. <laughs> like, like, no joke. And I, I, go, I have a therapist. Okay, you know what I mean? well, interesting. But uh, talk, do they, do they can, like uh, come down on you at all about weed use? Uh, I think they're just like monitor. I've had that. Really? You're a weird therapist, think, really? Oh yeah, think, yeah. Because uh, they're like, you're depressed. Well, you keep fucking smoking oh, yes. weed. My therapist oh sure, did that. yeah, yeah. Anxiety, more. yeah, yeah. And uh, like all the things. She's just like monitor your relationships. Like the, t- mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not always that a relationship is the problem, but it's the kind of relationship you have to it. Yeah, totally. you know what I mean. And I think like being aware of that and making sure you're in a healthy place. She's my green ganja princess. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's my relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to. Shout out to Dr. GGP. You know who you are. I was once um, talking about getting panic attacks, and he was like, mm -hmm. tell me about some of the things that happened, like, when you got the panic attack. And each story was like, smoked a bunch of weed, (laughs) went out, had a panic attack. And then the next one was like, smoked, like, a ton of weed. And and he was like, I'm not going to say you shouldn't smoke weed, but just think about the pattern of what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they they really were like, you're an idiot to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, with you guys, is is that sort of... is it a similar thing, or did it was depression sort of like a? What time did that enter into your life? That I you actually don't to know. For me, if I look back, I definitely have a lot of early memories of depression, but I didn't know that it was depression of course. or yeah, anxiety. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't a very, I wasn't a self-aware baby. <laughs> um, what is God? Those are mm-hmm. the first words. But I do remember being insecure at a very young age. I remember, like, feeling separate. I remember being really, really worried about not being accepted and, like, being down on myself as far back as not three or four, but, yeah, being in, like, elementary school for sure. Um And low self-esteem. I mean, uh, who knows were where you, that— Were you a parent—were you a child of divorce? No. I'm an only child. You're an only child. Uh, and only my parents child. are still together. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm an only right. child, no, so I'm they're still together. Yeah. <laughs> it's the two options are only yeah, child or divorce. I had an interesting keep parents together. I had an interesting talk with my therapist once about how there's like a period of time in a kid's development where they have to irrationally be told that everything's okay. Like to the point that like wow, you're really? okay, everything's okay, you're great, things are great, uh-huh. we're great. And then after when they get older, you could start introducing how oh, bad no. the world is. No, no, no. But, never had that. No, me neither. I'm saying, but he's yeah. saying that studies have shown that oh, kids need to be reassured could develop at like the age of like between like sure. five oh, and so you think nine that's why or we're something. Fucked up? And if you're not given this, like you're going to be okay. Your parents are here for you. Everyone's here for you. You're fine. You're great. Then you then you start to. If spiral. you slip up one time, that kid commits suicide. It 30 feels years like later. that. No, seriously. I, feel, <laughs> I mean that's. That's the, that's the you crazy thing. Shit, you left the hammer out. <laughs> like, Most of like I don't know. I've been ta- I've been thinking about this and talking with therapists and stuff about this for a long time. And it seems like a lot of it for me has to do with an attachment to my parents. Like I have a really insecure attachment. It makes everything hard. You're very attached to your parents. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, like, uh, what's her name? There's a psychologist. I think her name is Ainsworth. She like. She wrote this entire this huge thing in somewhere in the sixties or seventies about um, different types of attachment to your parents or whoever raised you, and then there so there's secure attachment and insecure attachment, and there are all types of different types of insecure attachments, and people who are securely attached to their parents, and that means like an established relationship in which they feel supported. Yes, that's um, what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
tend to not have low self-esteem, be like not as prone to depression and anxiety yeah. and things like that. And uh, I definitely am insecurely attached. And 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 what's interesting about that is like, sure, there's that. There's like the knowledge that the world is going to be okay. I think that that factors into it. But there's also there's like all this research on the first two years of life, just how the parents act toward you in general. How it like builds pathways in your brain that make you feel. Confident or securely yes, and then you could introduce like you know because I think a lot of people are like we give them participation <laughs> trophies for you know yeah yeah and then but if you if you do that for a while and then you go like yeah but shit sucks yeah and you're not the best <laughs> my recommendation how you do it but, but, what I'm saying, exactly. but it does shit sucks but what hey, I'm saying is sucks. you're not that great what I'm saying is that there's like a lot of things that factor in like what you're talking about is just one I think there's also the reality that if no you're, I think that's it if you're okay you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is my podcast. No, no, no. Yeah, okay? Okay. yeah, 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 sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, welcome to Don't Disagree With Me. With yeah, Barry it originally, it originally used to be yeah. called Saving the World with Only Barry. <laughs> my recommendation is, uh, you know, yell at the child before they're born. Yes. Just when they're being grown yeah. in the stomach, just yell at your wife's stomach, yeah. like Lewis Black style, about uh -huh. all the world Get and Lewis the Black things do you it. don't like. Uh -huh. You know, you know, there's Starbucks everywhere, and you just scream at her <laughs> stomach. Yeah. yeah, and that's screaming <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then Donald it. Rumsfeld. Yeah, <laughs> that's what like. I just yeah. Two taped years a, he was yelling Donald Rumsfeld to my my wife's pregnant stomach and just had a tape cassette of old Louis Black. Yeah, up. that'd be the perfect way to enter my child into the world. Sam you, Kinison for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Do you guys also deal with? Uh, I guess you both go to therapy. Yeah. Yeah, not, not currently. Did you? Ever? Yeah. Do you also deal with like, do I want to fix myself? Because then I'm going to lose something if I'm no. Fixed. Oh yeah, I'm over that. Do you ever that, feel that? Well, because I used we, to, but when no. we all told like at a certain point in comedy where they're like, that's bullshit. Like you know, by the way, that what. The, the idea that, like, if you got rid of your darkness or whatever, I don't know, if you tried in any way to control your demons, you know what it also really is, is the fucking, like, fantasy of, like, being Ernest Hemingway, like, the yes. way writers look Lord at, like, Byron. alcoholism yeah. or something, where <laughs> yeah. they're like, well, it's better if I'm just, you know, this fucked up guy, yeah. And, yeah. you know. It's also like, like what's your goal yeah. in life? You didn't get into comedy to not be happy, right? So if you find a way to be happy, even if that were to... Destroy your ability to be creative, then you still achieved your goal. Yeah, you yeah, have to but, be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm happy, but I'm not rich. I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't but I'm not on TV. I, mean, I don't know if it's rational, but I mean, you do kind of, I do feel like if I get rid of some anxieties, that I won't be as motivated, and that scares me. Oh, interesting. Well, that's there's, interesting. Well, hey, there's, that ten, there's a Tennessee Williams letter after he'd written, what was it, Streetcar or something like that? Oh, or, yeah. I love uh, this letter. Or had a, had written, he'd had some hit. Oh, Glass Menagerie was a hit, and he was like trying to find his second play, and he was like, "Now it's a terrible place that I'm in because I, you know all this comfort has sort of bred complacency, mm -hmm. and I feel unable to like motivate myself to do the work anymore." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so there is that like perception that that's somehow a necessary relationship. That suffering has some sort of in yeah. intrinsic relationship yeah. to art. I think the way that we've I think never about been it. able to sort of like leave behind, or even seems like we don't even really want to leave behind. I think there's a difference between hunger and fear. And I think if you work from fear, that sucks. Yeah, like, right. working from fear, like doing everything because this is like of the fear. Donnie Darko speech. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. That also, fear you know, and love. Which is it? Also, I don't know. I think as self-aware as you can be as a person, a lot of the time you don't actually know 
what's going on. And there's a big chance that what was actually happening to Tennessee Williams when he wrote that letter was that he was experiencing some like postpartum thing after the big release of this play, which is like an inevitable feeling of being down. He could maybe he couldn't even recognize his own depression. So he was just intrinsically for a while not able to create. And he obviously went on to create a bunch more stuff. Mm -hmm. And I could say about myself, like I have those worries, but my best sets are when I'm happy. They just are. Really? Yeah. That's the Absolutely. Opposite really? So, I, no, it's totally true. Yeah. Yeah. I've recently really? been like, dude, I'm really happy to be here tonight. Yeah. And that changes everything suddenly. I, I and noticed I, that yeah. either extreme are and good I, sets. And I used to extremely feel, happy or I used extremely to feel like upset, when I was really I afraid. Yeah, yeah. Like if I felt really afraid, yeah. I'd sometimes like kill, like it would go really well. Yeah. But now I feel sure. like it's different. Now I feel like it is like coming from a place of like enjoyment. Yeah. You know um, what? This brings up a thing. I got in this argument with Drew Michael the other day. Oh, that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had this argument with a bunch. I have said We're laughing because it's true. Very similar <laughs> argument with uh, with Baron Vaughn and uh, with a handful of other people about yeah. how like there Name are a lot drop. of comedians. Yeah, Baron Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved him on that law show. Um <laughs> Uh, there are a lot of comics that think I do like Baron Vaughn. We, we like all these people. Yeah, Baron, Baron Vaughn, <laughs> all our own air mattress. Good, dude. Good <laughs> dude, Baron. Thank you for the air mattress. Thank you, Baron. <laughs> wow, he's a sponsor. There's so much We're anxiety in this room. <laughs> yeah, we it's like a two-second like cloud that's of, lifting uh, up. Like I'm sorry, pot. I made fun of Baron Vaughn. The anxiety in this room is like the pot fumes that Joe Rogan experienced. Baron knows we love him. So, but you were saying with these comedians, yeah, yeah. There's this thing that a lot of comics think, and I think it's more comics think this than not, that you can't, that comedy, doing stand-up itself is inherently unhealthy, because in order to do it, you're you're only doing it uh, to fill a hole within you, and I, my argument with those people has always been like, why, why can't you just like doing it, just like people <laughs> like going to the beach or hanging out with their family. Yeah. And that's really how I feel about it. But so many comics are like, no, no, no. It's like, yeah. Since it's addictive because there's an endorphin rush when you get laughs from people, then you're doing it to fill that hole. But you can say only... that about any profession. You never... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. you never look at like a CPA and be like, whoa, what are you trying Filling to fill some hole. sort of hole? <laughs> yeah. well, you, the, you want to feed your family and get happy feeding them, so you're trying to fill some sort of weird love hole by yeah. working here? Totally. I think it's totally fine to just like it. <laughs> and not need it. I think if you, like you said, if you're yeah, out of absolutely. fear or out of some weird need, that's bad. That's why I got into fucking podcasting, y'all. Yeah, hell yeah, this dude. Seriously, gonna... politics. Yeah. yeah. Politics and podcasts. You should run for governor. <laughs> governor. Governor. Um, should we do a governor, uh, on this day? Yeah. All right. Well, guys, since you're speaking about governors. Good segue. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of governors have a very special day in their lives. Election day. It lets them keep their job. Today is, sure. Today is, is, not, is, not, is not election day. This is not election day, uh -huh. um, but <laughs> like it is a true. day. And this is the first opportunity you guys, Dave Hampton, I know you're excited about this. This is your first chance to win some points. Ooh. Okay, sure. Yep, yep, yep. That's a dead on impression. Drew Carey impression. Well, it's not, it. not going to be full points. It's going to be half a point. All you got to do right now is tell me what, what today is. What is today? Tuesday. No. The date. The date. You didn't ask the date. You said what day it is. No, I said what today is. Yeah, that's the day. You yes, didn't yes, ask yes. the date. But these are my rules, so I need okay. the date. Cool. No rules, just right. Outback Steakhouse. This game sucks. Date. 
right. I, I, I think this is all just cover up to prevent you don't right, you don't September know the date. September 3rd? No. It's I'm gonna I knew actually, you didn't know. I knew the defensiveness. Well, I didn't. It's September 4th. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Yeah. But I was yeah. half a oh, really? <laughs> Thanks. Did you somehow get that Dave. off of my guess? Um, I'm going to actually take another okay. point away from this Hampton. He did ask Because of how angry he got. <laughs> he got very angry. It's a game that it's doesn't just, matter. It's just a Wednesday, small Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I won't say that the game doesn't matter. That's up to that's up to other people. I'm just but trying to calm Hampton On this down. day, September 4th, I'm going to try and get this segment under control. Okay. Uh, on this day, September 4th, which is today, the day we're recording this, not the day that anyone is listening. Obviously, mm-hmm. that'll be a different day. But on this day, a, a positive thing happened in history. This is a segment we like to introduce a little positive, did you know, sort of about history, you know, that happened on this day. The yeah. day that we're recording. Yeah. Which is the 4th. I think it's unclear still. Not the day that anyone's listening. <laughs> yeah, I'll try again. I'll try again after the segment. I'll explain it one more time. But in 1888, on September 4th, 9-11? George, yes. Uh, Bush! George 9-11. Mm-hmm, My yeah. pet coat. George 9-11 Bush, uh, he registered something. George Eastman okay. registered a trademark and received a patent for something that we all know and love today. Patton Oswald. No. Nope. <laughs> Median wasn't patented on September 4th, 1888. Uh, what was patented on September 4th? It's something we all love. Wait. <laughs> I know what it I is. I think we all love, all love it. I'm not going to say it. Wait, uh-huh. okay. It's something we all love. I know what okay. he patented. Um, but George Eastman. 1988. 1888. 1888. I know what it is. September 4th. You guys don't know what it is? Uh, it's, uh, it's some... Uh, the boomerang. It's some, in, in, that are, <laughs> the boomerang. It's the kind of thing that the film and TV industry, the film industry, would in, uh, would be a fan of. Slates. Condoms. Uh, okay, yeah. That's all fair enough. Those are all fair answers. So this is not the answer I'm looking for. The camera? The cameras are close. Uh, the, it's something the, you put the, in a camera. Film, film. Strip yeah, but it's a kind of film. C- uh, celluloid. No. Porn. Porn film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> once again. Oh, I got it. It's porn film. Amateur yeah. porn. <laughs> Amateur porn film was probably used. It's 1888. Eight I can't millimeter. imagine there was a lot of professional porn at that time. That's a good point. Uh, no, yeah. it's, it's a, a think really brand. Good point. Think brand. Kodak. Yep. Boom. Yeah. Oh wow. All like right. the Bears. No. Kodak Bears. Yes, the Kodak Bears were patented as a film stock <laughs> in a, September 4th, 1888. Kodak um, so, yeah, George Eastman patented Hello. and trademarked Kodak Film uh, to be used Boo. in cameras on 1888, September 4th. I know you're booing, but uh, inside I bet you're a little bit happy that Kodak Films are <laughs> okay. around. Okay, uh, so to get back mm-hmm. to this, I want to know, have you guys, have, you might have talked about this on your pod, have you guys ever tried to commit suicide? Is that something you talk about? Yeah, but I put, I put that on the bonus content. <laughs> Where you got to subscribe to Show the it. Patreon. Show me. Hampton tries put up every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, career suicide every episode. Um, I guess that's yes. probably something that is an impetus for starting a podcast about suicide. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. But like I said, we save it for the bonus content. I mean, you know, that's when people get to know <laughs> the fucking shit. I've never tried. I, uh, I don't want my there family was a to big period of time where I. I contemplated it a great deal mm-hmm. um i think hampton has come closer to me it seems like from I've what i know closer to you. yeah well that's true um but i've never actually made an attempt i just like wanted to die for a long time mm. yeah I, yeah has that that's changed for you i'm guessing yeah the way you're totally. saying it sort of sounds like in the past sense what was it can you can you sort of define the moment that were that that changed dude therapy is definitely what did it yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it was an ever-present feeling for a long time, and um, as I got older, it became pretty clear to me that I would never do it. Um, 
but like it would get slowly better, but I was still, I don't know, man, like well into starting stand up. And I started stand up when I was 26. So I think I started going to therapy when I was like 27 or 28. Uh, I was just like freaking out all the time. And then I started going to therapy. And then after a couple years, it really started working. And, uh, and that's probably, yeah, probably around 29 or 30 is actually that's when a, I have that relationship with therapy yeah. where I'm like, is this working? Can you just tell me what's right. up? Yeah, and totally. then you're like, oh, wait, I've kind of been happy for a month. Yeah, right. And then you're like, <laughs> totally. oh, okay, I get it now. Do you, you ever know start I mean? like yeah, you... lapsing where you just are like, you forget to go and then you're like, I actually feel good and like, yes. you just stop. It's like meditating. I do that. Bit. Yeah. Like, I always feel like I'm betraying the person. The two of my therapists have had babies. Oh, really? So I've had to take, you like... You fucked them twice? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Two babies? Dude, you're Yeah, I got strong. incredible accuracy. <laughs> um, but they both... So I've had two therapists who've, who've had to tell me, they're like, hey, I'm going to be unavailable for, like, three months. And it's so hard to go back. Wow. And I also, like... Because at first I changed therapists. It feels this like a relationship I changed their, Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I built this relationship. It's, I don't want to have to start tough. from scratch. What made you have to change? They didn't get you any work? Yeah, I was like, guys. That's what your therapist supposed guys, to do, right? The yeah, auditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, auditions. My agent. Wait, I thought my agent there? was my therapist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. There are literally plays Lord, going on at the Pantages every day that I could be in. Do you, you know? think Josh Lieberman is your therapist? Is that... oh, I'm not with Josh anymore. Oh. oh. Wow, you knew who his agent was? Is that an was? insider therapist Yeah, that's joke? pretty cool. I... Josh Lieberman was my, was my manager. Oh. 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 Yeah, but you're with Olivia, right? Aren't no. you? No. Oh, shit. Ooh. All right, let's move on. Molly Mandel at oh, Mosaic. Oh, I know her. She's cool. Yeah. By the way, I was Googling. <laughs> Did you just roll your eyes? I was... No, I'm just like, I, I feel so terrible about my career. I'm just like, oh, I wish I had agents. <laughs> I was. Oh, uh, uh, they're managers, dude. You, you'll get there. I was Googling on my phone the past few minutes to double check this. I was pretty sure, and I was right, George Eastman committed suicide. <gasps> uh, Ooh. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, but not on September 4th. So no. this is secretly our podcast? <laughs> oh, the tables have turned. Yeah, yeah there's always a tie-in. There's you always guys a thematic give tie-in. Us your ad revenue. <laughs> he shot himself in the heart. Ooh. Wow. And you're Probably. too late. You give love a bad name. But if he shot himself in the heart, it was probably not with a roll of Kodak film. No. Which oh. you would use to shoot other things, maybe like a picnic. It's true. Or a, a nice trip to it's the a beach. a loose sense of the Which was shoot. on September 4th. Did you know that people shooting yourself uh, is is like one of the least likely uh, or the least effective ways to kill yourself? Oh, sure. People don't talk about no, that. No, I, I talk about it all the time. Where well, it's you like, shoot like, yourself in the head. It, well, isn't something that <laughs> doesn't just... kill you the least effective way of killing huh? you? Isn't something that just doesn't kill you yeah. the least effective the way least of killing yourself? Ineffective is oh, yeah, just yeah, like your body. Like slapping yourself, <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> or like slapping yourself in the face with a daisy. Yeah, yeah. like that would be. That a, would be. No, no, but it also, like when you when you try and kill you, oh, sure. like people just blow their the oh, side yeah, yeah, of their yeah. heads off, oh, sure. and then they're alive. Oh, I don't like Dude, it. Dude, all you need is a hose and a car. That's it. No, you, well, you want to get real dark. What's not? That's the most peaceful. Oh yeah, there's like I don't like how popular way. Are about it. Yeah. It's, yeah, people are always like, I'm going to I blow my brains out. Like, everyone always says that. Yeah. It's like, well, what would you do no, if, like, I, your spine I, gave out or you were crippled? Heroin. Oh, I dude, I'd blow my brains out. I, I thought about it. That'd heroin, be cool. Probably. Heroin? Heroin's a great way Just to a die. Lot dude, of but heroin? what if you did a bunch of heroin and suddenly you were great at guitar? Heroin's a great way to die. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think that's ever how <laughs> And then you're just like, like I gotta stay Before here. you're dead, you just have the best fucking riff ever. Damn, I learned the bass. And an agent happen? comes in, he's like, are you signed? And you're like, no, I'm going to die. I need a new sound. <laughs> <laughs> Can 
<laughs> you keep doing it. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never actually uh, like had real thoughts about it, but it's it was like it's a fun exercise every once in a while to be like, hmm, <laughs> it is, no, it is, it's like cathartic. It, like it sometimes you you're like, I wonder your... if I did it, how it would feel, and what I would do. And, yeah, it's like it's yeah. a wonderful life. What would my life? What would really happen? What would my life be like if I killed myself? <laughs> that movie's super racist, though, about the like the dangers of what would happen. It was like oh, really? legit. Oh, just a bunch of black people showed up at the the town bar. Really? And he was like, oh no, not it. It doesn't happen. Yeah, it does. Check it out. Go back. The bar uh, goes a bunch of Italian. Bar show. No, 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 no. You'll see. When You'll was the last time you watched it? No, I'm telling you. It's like just it's like a lot of uh, swarthy Italians, but a bunch of like darker, swarthier people show yeah, up, yeah, and that's like the bad yeah, news. Yeah, it's like Italians. It's not just I Italians. I didn't get that it was black people. No, there's definitely I like it now it's darker Italians. I thought it was just like, <laughs> no, 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 I thought it was just like mafioso I'm types. telling you. No, 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 no. To, Check it out. Watch it yeah, again. Yeah, I thought they were trying to be like, yeah, the mobs moved in. Watch it again. Yeah, the mobs moved in. No, no, no. Watch it again. Yeah. Uh huh. He sexually assaults Wait, someone in what? that movie too. What? Wait, who? Movie? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a Wonderful Life. Clarence? <laughs> no. It's a Wonderful Life. Where he while. tries to kill himself, and then the angel's like, "Here's what life would be like." The Have best part the... of wait, the best part is that <laughs> his wife, who you know he met in normal life, in the fantasy version of what would happen if he was dead. She just is like a woman who's never gone with a guy. She's just like an right. old crone. Like she's just like an old. He's the woman only man somehow. she ever could have hooked <laughs> yeah, up with. Yeah, she's like literally played up. Like that's the old woman down the street. <laughs> oh, because like she's she didn't thirty. Find love. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was back when if you didn't get married, it was like Ugh, it was so funny. People spit on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still do that. Jesus, man, that killed the movie. I'm still spitting on people. Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> um, do people contact you guys from uh, doing the podcast the about grave. their experiences? Yes. About like suicide uh, oh, yeah. and Absolutely. for help. Yeah, we get like yeah. a message or two a day. Do you feel qualified yeah. to really? respond to yeah, those yeah. things? It's not. Does it sometimes feel like a thousand or so emails? By does, now. It, does it sometimes feel like it, it exceeds your experience? Sometimes trying to respond to some of these things, yes. you feel like you're out of your depth. But I, I think the basic thing is to come at it with a really just like human trying to relate to another human like response and like we, we often disclaim on the podcast that we're not medical experts. Of course, you know we're just people who are like going through it and like have been through it you know mm -hmm. so the best thing we can do is kind of talk to them some one or two people we've had to be like this is more of an emergency type of situation but generally you can help kind of guide people in a better you know way but to be fair like we honestly like have to catch up a lot to those messages because it's hard to get a lot and give everyone like the time it the, the attention yeah yeah you don't want to be dismissive you know Mm -hmm. But thankfully, like a you lot were of... with my DM. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to save a teenager's life, Barry. I didn't have time to respond to your DM. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm the best at guilt cards. <laughs> do you? I do you? Like, I, I noticed dude. at the beginning you liked you. You give the suicide prevention hotline, right? And um, yeah, six six. Was that something originally you were like we should do definitely, or was that something definitely. you were told to do? No, no, no. We no. did it right away. Yeah. And then I think when we went in for meetings at the beginning, they were like, "Are you going to do that?" And we we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we've oh yeah talked about that." Well, I mean, you know, we have pretty dark sensibilities, and one of the reasons we wanted to do the show is that when we hang out, it's just constant death and suicide jokes and shit like that. You know what I mean? It just yeah. is. And uh, we need people to know where we're coming from. Like, we have context You're for each other. You're not pro-death. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, no. And uh, I think this is a thing that's it's happening in the grand scope of comedy right now too, where there's all these there's all these comics that are like, why can't I say whatever I want without anyone yeah. getting mad ever? Yeah. It's <laughs> like because there's no context you for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Lib cuck. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck you, dude. Yeah. People don't know you, and people don't know us. So we wanted to make sure people would listen, and then also know like. Actually, stay safe, though. You know. Yeah. yeah. Is there any is there any bit of advice that you you return to often, or is like something that you're like, this is kind of the basic, this is the golden thing that I would say. Yeah. Honestly, man, every basically every single because we talk about a different depression in history every week. Uh, every single one comes down to depression, and like there are some exceptions to that, and that like sometimes you people, mean like financial depression? Uh, no, 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 like. The person being depressed. Oh, what, oh. If, well, we talk about a suicide every week. And we just, uh, and uh, a suicide in history. Right. And what's and, funny when you read about down. suicide, usually to depression. When you research a suicide in history, up until 2018, every article you read is like, yeah. Basically, we'll say stuff like, yeah. Well, his stocks plummeted, and uh, mm. so obviously that's hard. So he killed himself. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, no, he was a depressed meanwhile, person. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, there were millions of people whose stocks plummeted, and they didn't kill themselves. Exactly. You know it's funny. What I mean? We still do that. We still do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Bourdain, everyone was like, it's because his wife was blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. And it's the stupidest it's like, thing no. because it's like, no, no. They have a history of depression. Yeah. We are actually learning more and more how to like really classify even that. Right, because a lot of these mental sciences are maybe only a hundred years old, right. and and like the scientific method has even been changing. You know, so the, now we're talking about bipolar <coughs> specifically, like uh, these subcategories of like what's causing depression. You know, and our big advice always to people when we kind of reach that conclusion is if you're dealing with these things, you need to take time to address it fully, like head on, like. That yes. takes prioritization. Like your health is the center of everything, right, right, and, right. Your, and your mental health is just as much as like a gaping wound on your arm. You know, it's like you've right. got to go. But I get often that wonder too. Do you, does that does that imply like seek help, or does that just like even you're like for yourself? Is, yes. Does it come short of that, and it's just more like you need to actually think you, about this? As for a, one, the first yeah. step is just identifying very, this as an actual thing. We're very into the you know destigmatization of just seeking mental health. You know, like. That's just yeah. The the weird thing was I didn't know really that I had depression. Like I, I think for a lot of people it's like no, I'm going through bad times. Like mm -hmm. I, I think it's hard to identify unless it's like very very bad. Sometimes you know I mean? there's circumstantial things in your life that are happening, but then there's also, <clears throat> especially people who have bipolar and stuff, it's like reoccurring. Like this is like inescapable, and you need to either get me you need a combination of meds and therapy. Yeah, you know. To level out your chemicals in your brain. These, you know, like one of my favorite things is to kind of look at it with like, you know, our brains are just kind of a chemical bath that's swirling around. And then there are these circumstantial things that are spiking sudden levels of dopamine in your brain and all these other things that are uh, just building a series of triggers that build yeah. upon themselves. So it's like you just have to really um, deal with it. And get settled if you're if you're. Yeah, you have to acknowledge to, it and yeah. pay attention to it, and that's that's the biggest piece of recurring advice that we give. And I guess actually, it's not always depression. Depression is a pretty common thread, and is kind of most of it when you hear suicide stories. But there's also yeah, we have some stories that are mental like illness. You know, yeah, yeah, mental illness in general. Uh, one for people who aren't depressed that's really big is stress. That's a big thing to pay attention to too. That's like you know. 
anyone can get themselves into a situation where they're overcome by stress. Generally, people who are depressed or anxious have it a lot worse. But but stress is like a big part of your mental health, and we just really have to pay attention to it. Um, yeah. And there are all sorts of – there are physical ways to deal with it, and there are situational ways to deal with it. You know, like you guys were talking about, weed can affect it, drinking too much coffee, not exercising enough, not sleeping enough, stuff like that. Do you guys meditate or anything like that? You no, but that's something that helps. And so yoga is apparently great. I've tried <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Apparently he's yoga guys. Oh, yeah. I'm not a loser. <laughs> I, uh, I don't, like it's witchcraft? Like, no, I'm, people I'm do yoga. and sad. The only Thank way I stretch is I throw a football. <laughs> that's how I stretch. I yeah, watch football. Throw a football through a tire. Yeah, get erection. <laughs> totally. I drink motor oil. Yankee candle. Yeah. And... Anyway. Um, yeah, and I think there's like certain like just ways to balance your mental, which are um, not so obvious. <laughs> which is like you really, oftentimes if you're depressed, you realize you've started to isolate yourself from people. And it is important to reach out and make sure yes. you have, like, connective, like, mm-hmm. st- it's kind of like building stakes in the world. Right. Yes. You know, it's like, why am I in this? It's You know, You're I should invest, yourself. you know, like, in other people. Yes. I don't know if you experienced this, too, but I had this thought that doing stand-up, it sort of creates an adversarial position mm. to the rest of the sure. world. Yes. Because yeah. you're not only, I mean, especially if you do the road and you're constantly in front of people who hate you the way until you they like you. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is like, especially the way I do it. Um, but I, I think that especially what we do, it creates like a, no, it's me versus everybody else. Absolutely. And like, I had a lot of trouble for, for so long being like, what does explaining how I'm feeling do for me at all? Hmm. Like, what does right. it do? Like, what is like being like, I'm not feeling good today telling even my wife is like what what's the point and it's like a really difficult thing but then you start to go like no i think it's like people are there for you and all of a sudden you're like i guess i'm not alone with this and then you start feeling better and it's like it's counterintuitive for at least for me i don't know if it was for you no man i'm i'm so with you one of the for some reason one of the hardest things for me to remember is how good talking to my friends and family feels yes and I literally, I have it on a to-do list on my phone now. Uh, I like seriously, like every, I have a list that's called every day. Really, <laughs> number yeah. one, spank it. Number two, spank it. it. Number yeah. three, breakfast. Number four, call family while spanking it. <laughs> yeah, I jerk off while I'm talking to my mom. Yeah, I am gonna kill myself. Yeah. It's like yeah. the new jerky boys. Uh, yeah, totally. The jerky, so that list, the jerky you sons. You've been doing that uh, list for a minute. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's just a, a reminder because, but like, I'll look at it and be like, Nah, I don't want to do that, and then not do it, and then when I yeah. do do it, I don't know what that is. I'm just with you entirely. I don't know. There's something in me that's like. That's not going to do anything for me. I have these other things. I think it's because that never feels like the cause of the frustration or the stress or the sadness. Yeah. The lack of that. So you think like, oh, well, I should go work on stand-up or go, mm-hmm. I don't know, sure. try to date somebody or whatever the fuck <laughs> you think is your source of sadness when really probably just relating to someone who understands yeah. you yeah, is what like. you're looking for. Go have fun. You know, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's, no, I'm being serious. Like it's it, with, with yeah. people that you care about and that you like. I think it just comes down to knowing really yourself does. as best as you can and knowing like what it is that you need. You know, I read this thing a while ago that said it was all about physical health and it, it listed all these things you can do to feel mentally more healthy if you're uh, uh 
physical things you can do to feel mentally more healthy. And it was like, you know, diet and exercise and shit like that. But then at the end... Spanking. Yeah, spanking it. (laughs) Yeah, that sound. He wrote that sound out. And uh, But then at the end of the article, it said, but also, whatever the little things... Every person needs to do five or ten tiny things throughout every day that make them feel happy mm-hmm. in order to feel happy. Yeah, so, yes, eat what yes. eat very well, but if a Reese's makes you feel great, have a fucking Reese's in your yeah, day. Yeah, it's like that story when... Uh, like the world's a, fattest doctor. Yeah, it's like <laughs> an old person... If 500 Reese's make you, you feel good a day... big butterball turkey. <laughs> yeah, totally. If heroin makes you feel good, just go have heroin. Just a little oh, bit. Totally. Man, yeah. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I think that's... It's time for if a... Joy, uh, speaking of, boys. Um, sorry. It's time speaking for of, a segment. Sorry to sorry, interrupt you guys. Speaking of... Inter- um, yeah, sorry to interrupt you guys. But speaking of getting to know yourself a little better... September 4th. This is... September 4th. Uh, this yeah. has nothing to do with September oh, 4th. What day Except was that yesterday? it is today. No. What? what day was yesterday? The answer is Monday. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do a new segment, September 3rd. Yeah, this one is heavily involving you heavily guys. Heavily involving you guys. Great. Yeah. You're going to feel very involved here. Yeah. So it's called uh, it's Lightning, Lightning Round. Okay. Yes. Sound so effect. here we go. Yeah, there's that too. We pay someone to do that. We do a better version. Uh, you that. pay me. You're taking their job. <laughs> yeah. We're taking yeah, that robotic job. This is the problem Trump was worried about. Um... <clears throat> okay, so here we go. You, you're going to do so, a real tight explanation here, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll take. So here's a, here's how it goes. Five mm-hmm. questions. Five. Well, after ten. all five so are ten. done for each of you, five yeah, questions. Yeah, five for each of you. When when all five are done, you then start answering. Yeah, oh, but, okay. all, but one at a time. And you have thirty we're seconds. Do, we're at least thirty questions. seconds, maybe more than thirty seconds. Like a definitively. You don't have to do it in order. As, as long as you answer all five, you get one point. If you ask for help, <laughs> you lose that point. Right. It doesn't matter. So it's if an it's hour. hour. No, no, it's no. An no. Hour. We, yeah, we wrap it up in an hour for sure. Wait, can you, you saw right through? You got to be honest. Can you explain it again? Okay, so five no, both of you at the same time. <laughs> okay, we, no, we let me try one also at, a time. at the same time. I believe. Yeah, Hampton uh-huh. described it to me too. Five it's about, questions. Yeah. Everybody He's going to ask you five questions. You're going to have thirty seconds to answer. Five dollars. You don't have to do it in order. You don't have to do it in order. And if you ask for help, you can't get points. You have to be honest though. I'll I'll go with Hampton. Okay, you're going to do it. Ready? Okay, great. Yeah, this is round one. Uh-huh. It's the last round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it isn't. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was just explaining the rules. Still, mm-hmm. wait. So, how many questions? There's five uh, questions. It's an hour's worth of questions. Did you not have your, however many you can fit inside of an hour? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go if you want me to go. I can. Yeah, Dave, yeah you go first. Right, Dave, I didn't have mine ready. Dave, uh, Dave, this is for you. Okay. This is actually round one. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to ask you five questions. You don't have to answer them in order. If you ask for help, you can't get points. Okay. Oh no. Wait. One. Are you ready? Sure. One. One, when is suicide acceptable or justified? Two, why is depression so hard to talk about? Why is it so easy for you to talk about? Three, where would you draw the line with comfort animals? Mm. Is it a fish? Four, what makes you truly happy? You have to be honest. Five, if you could be happy or funny, which would you be? You can't be both. Why? Hmm. Wow. Okay, when is suicide acceptable? That's a tough question because I don't even like referring to it as unacceptable or acceptable. Like, mm. I don't want people to kill themselves, but I also don't want people to be like, fuck people who killed themselves. Like, yeah. I just don't feel that way. Mm. I feel compassion and empathy for them, and I wish they hadn't. But, like, when – I guess maybe that question, what you're asking is, when would I not try to stop somebody? And uh, I wouldn't try to stop someone who is in enduring physical pain mm. and has logically thought it through. Uh, and they're like older, and it seems like it will never end. You and know they're what I a mean? girl, and they're a girl. <laughs> yeah, totally. And her name is Amanda. And, uh, 
and um, oh shit. Um, I'm trying to remember the other. If I ask you to repeat the questions, I don't get points. Yeah, you Is won't that get any the... points. It's just if you don't want points, it's very easy. But if you want oh, points. Oh, I want points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm in this happiness mm-hmm. podcast there's, to There's win. questions at the end you probably remember better right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, emotional support animals wears too far. I don't know, man. I don't care. We make fun of it a lot, but I don't care. If something makes you feel better, do it. Let I the re- dog fly the plane. I don't give a fuck. Like, I do think it's hard to believe that a fish would be your support so animal. So it is a fish. Are you saying it, the line is a fish? No, there's no line. But I would still... Uh-huh. Even germs? I mean, here's the problem. I think that both, I think it's okay, do whatever you want, and I think we should be able to make fun of all of it. I think we should make fun of everything all the time. I'm tired so, of this PC culture. Yeah. <laughs> free speech. Thank you. You heard of this guy, Owen Benjamin? I've been, I've been oh, really listening. Love yeah, yeah, I love all, him. All Dude, Bill Hicks ate a flag. <laughs> Owen Benjamin sponsors this podcast. Actually, yeah, I have a flag, and that's my emotional support animal. Okay. <laughs> I keep it on a leash. All right, did you get I it? Online. No, he's got two me. questions so far. <laughs> He's got two uh, yeah. questions. Okay, would I rather be funny or happy? That's a hard pick, but happy. Okay. That's, uh, if I like had to be sad, if I wanted to be funny, <laughs> that sucks. Um, Doing good, dude. But I like, okay. hey, thanks, dude. That's three. Get him, get him um, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. The, of one the... of the other questions was almost related to that question. I know. Um, you did one of those. That oh, was yeah. Like, what makes why? me truly happy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what does... Um, honestly, like being with... Being in a relationship with a person I love makes me really happy. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm talking uh, about God? That's for... Well, I assumed it was our Lord and Savior, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. Yeshua. Um, and then there's only one... You have one left. You've yeah. Done four. Something about depression. It's something very related to what you do on your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, just tell me. Oh, you're going to give up on points in the nah, last one? Okay, fine. okay. I'll give you a hint, and you can still get half a point. Okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll give you the first half of it. Okay. Why is depression so hard to talk about? Oh, isn't that the whole thing? Isn't that the whole question? No, there's a second part to it about you. Why? Okay, well, then I don't remember mm. the second okay, half. Okay, okay. I can why? just not you can't get give points. It's fine. No, then why no, no, is it no, no, so no, easy do for you to talk about? No, no, oh. don't do that. The president fact checks yeah. this, dude. The you president know, of our so podcast. Those two. This is, this like is the final question. <laughs> wow. These two questions. Uh, okay. Yeah, why is depression so hard to talk about? Well, uh, there's a big societal stigma on it. It's like in... I don't know. For oh, over the years of being America or just being human beings, I'm I, America. I don't. I love that I'm talking and both Barry and Hampton are on their phones. No, no, no. no, 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 no. This, this is, is going to be good. Barry's listening. He's just preparing. Uh, <laughs> he's preparing. I don't know That's what Hampton's doing. I think he's on Instagram. Are you checking your DMs? Are you DMing Barry right now? Shut is up. that what you're doing? Do <laughs> that is what you're doing. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening. You're good. Uh, I, uh, I blocked him. He can't. <laughs> Didn't I block you once? Huh? I, I, yeah. You like, blocked me? You we blocked were hanging you? out, and I was. Uh, I, do you remember this? I blocked you and screenshotted no. it. And I like showed you. You don't remember this at oh, all? Yes, I yeah, do yeah. vaguely remember it. Why did you do it? Out. We just thought it would be funny to like create a fake a war, yeah, war. A fake feud, and then, and then no it turned one... into a real feud, and it, that's what made us famous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys are the Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah, and that's why we were on that new Eminem album. I seriously blocked you on uh, on Instagram on Instagram. Weeks ago. Yeah, 
But I but I sent it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Instagram I blocked you on. Well, I don't care about that. Okay, uh, why, anyway, is, yeah, why is depression so? You're, you're almost out of thirty out of your thirty seconds. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm way I mean, out at this of point, my thirty it's seconds. Thirty seconds is you not so essential because you, oh, I was supposed you to answer in thirty seconds. Oh yes. shit! Uh, it's just for some reason human beings have a lot of shame around that. I think it's because. Uh, Men are in power, <laughs> and like women are supposed, it's like women are much more prone to be talking about their feelings. But then, for all of human history, men didn't listen to women, and men are also supposed to be strong and not have feelings. And so we're we're taught that depression and things like that are weakness, and so we just suppress them and act like we don't have them, and then they turn into rage and war <laughs> and all that shit. And so we like punch walls and treat people like shit instead of actually talking about Form depression. Smashing pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> Despite all, all right. his rage, you know. They lived around the corner from me, those guys. Uh, they, they, were really? very, they were very spooky as a child. I was younger really? than them. They were older than me. They were all black. They listened to a lot of loud, smashing pumpkins. There's a pumpkin music. in their name. I'm terrified. Well, I didn't know they were the smashing pumpkins. They were just weird dudes. They oh, were just my kids. Yeah, they were scary goth Lightning kids. round. Uh, but there's still one <laughs> second left. There's one bit of the. Why is it so easy for you to talk about It's depression? not that easy for me to talk about. I guess I've just gotten what in the habit you? of it. Yeah. I, you know, I wrote a thing... Uh, this like short, small book when I was like super young. Wow! When I was I like, did too. Did you really? Mm-hmm. And I printed it up a hundred copies, and it was all about anxiety and shit. And I was super afraid uh, of showing it to people, but I just did it for whatever reason. And everyone that I showed it to was like, "This is really great." And no one commented what I thought everyone would say, which is like, "You're a little fucking coward, bitch, dude." <laughs> like that's uh, what I thought. People like it. Yeah, they were oh, like being they vulnerable. Just, that's the thing I learned too. Being all, vulnerable, people like you more. totally. And yeah. so, yeah, exactly. It took and me s- a long time to realize that. So it took. It's hard as a person to be vulnerable, but I did it one time, and I got a lot of really great feedback. And so. And since that made it really easy, and since then I've just been building on it. But still, I'm terrified every time I tell someone a story about being depressed that uh, that they're going to just, like, call me a coward, which is my biggest <laughs> fear on earth, that I'm a coward. It's a good drill sergeant. It doesn't get easier, then, talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no. It gets... It it's does. just dealing with it is the thing. It's it, the reality. It's, I don't think it. anything... It, it gets easier, yes, but it never goes away. Yeah. Okay. The anxiety never goes away. Well, those are some great answers, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to give you zero points because <laughs> you, you, you asked for help. But I did think those are some okay, really lightning great round. answers. Total lightning round, round two? Round two. Round two. Round two. Round two. So I just it. have to get Let's one right. Here guys. we go. I got no questions to get one right. No more. All right. <laughs> Ready? Lighting round. round Question two. one. All right. If you could describe your depression with one movie from the 80s, what would it be? Two. If you died and could look down on your funeral, who would be your ideal celebrity speaker? What would you rather their elegy, elegy say? Eulogy? You're the most genius guy. Eulogy. Sorry. You're the most genius guy or one of the best guys? Four. Who's your guys? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Five. What hurts more, being insulted or being ignored or being slapped? Oh, whoa. Who's slapping you? Go. Okay. Uh, number one, Goodfellas. So that describes your depression? Always. Goodfellas, dude. Why? And that was the For 90s. For me, Iron Eagle. That was 1990. Yeah. Goodfellas was like 94. No, 90. Uh, uh, Rumble 90? in the Bronx. 80. That's still 90s. That's 90s, too. Oh, oh shit. You're, 80s. I see, yeah, so 80s. Goodfellas. After Goodfellas Bauer. is 1990. Yeah. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck. Yeah, everybody forgets that Goodfellas 80s. is a 90s. Depression. Fuck. Fuck. Uh-huh. He's kidding. 
<laughs> He's kidding? <laughs> Don't tell me how to feel. I'm kidding. Um, all right. Favorite 80s movie. No, no, no. Wasn't, uh... <laughs> you didn't hear that question right. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think it's Return of the Jedi, right? Oh, that, yeah. Seventies describes your depression. That was seventy. No, no, I think that was eighty-two. Yeah, seventy-one. What? No way. No way. Vietnam? <laughs> 60... Vietnam? That would mean that Star Wars came out in like 65? Fuck, yeah. I'm going to forget all of the fucking questions. Okay, go. Yeah, next question. Any In any right. order. What yeah, do you yeah, remember? that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to fucking win, go. dude. Okay, I want uh, my funeral to speak. Uh, but probably... Uh, pff, the Sklar brothers, both of them. <laughs> I think it'd be better if you only had one, honestly. I think a stronger choice would be one Sklar brother. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't do that to him. In fact, I'd want them, like, sewn together, you know? Like, it's an experiment. Shit. Um, okay. I don't know why that's Would you rather? Yeah, yeah. Answer, okay, dude. I'm not going to help you. Keep going. I know, I know. Um... You're close. That's two. Two out of five. Damn it. That's forty percent of the way there. Fuck. You're close. (laughs) Oh, um, I think it's worse to be slapped than insulted or ignored. Yes, violence Mm. is always worse. Okay. Boom. I like that. Boom. Mic drop. What if it was a kid who was sorry, slapping Sorry. Sorry to get all Bill Hicks and <laughs> no, smoke. I like it, dude. I, I want to disagree. I like it. He said, what if it's what a kid who's slapping you? What if it's a kid who's slapping you? He should be given the electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> like they hand it to him? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. No, no violence should be accepted. Give him I all disagree, the electric chair. I, we'll talk about that later. Keep going. Fuck. All right. There's some good ones you're missing. Oh, some real good ones, man. Yeah. One was about what type of shoes I like the most. <laughs> Nikes. Nikes. Nikes now because of the Kaepernick. No one's ever answered a question that wasn't asked. I like that. <laughs> I'm just going to keep answering questions. Until, <laughs> All right, I can help you. I, yeah. You help? How, how many points does Dave have? I can, zero. zero. He has zero? Uh, zero. I'm yeah, gonna go, I want to be with my friend in hell. Okay, uh, here I'm we go. going for zero. Give me All right. hints on both of you. I'll give you a hint. Uh, one of the hints is your who's your guys? <laughs> God damn it. I said Marin at the top of the podcast. No, How no, dare you guys. ask Guys. Who's your guys? Marin's. <laughs> All the Marin's? Marin's dad and him. <laughs> Not... Okay, I like it. It's a good. Is that answer, all of them? Boomer. Mm-hmm. Also, all Boomer. Them? His I cat think that's Boomer. all of them, right? Uh, oh, there's one more. No, there's one no, more. There's one more. There's one more for sure. I deleted it all. Why did you accident. delete it? Why did you do that? Oh my god! Wait, you lose. I, I win. It all. This all is right. the first. This is I the think that was first. it, right? No, that was only four for sure. Yeah, that's the thing, when you read them all, four. I thought you maybe only had four. because no, there, like, f- there were five. Okay, okay. There was one that led into who are your guys. It was something about guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Would Five you rather, uh, after you die, they say you're the most genius guy or the best guy? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I got confused with the funeral one before. Genius guy or the best guy? Most genius or oh, wow, most best? Oh, wow. That's actually a really good question. Yes. Because it's all, yeah. Thank yeah, you. That's super vain, right? I, I don't know if I care if people like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. same. So I say genius. I, agree. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. you know, like I Man, the people I, that yeah. I want to be in my life will be in my life. Well, like, what do I give if, a, if you're if you're a dislike genius, that means your genius is such that they they had to look past their hatred. Like Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trump. Is like the, dislike Trump. genius. But then is the reverse true? <laughs> yeah, where like yeah, if yeah. you're the best guy, you have no genius to you at all. Like you're just no, a complete dullard. It's just what you're labeled as. Well, no, but you're saying. 
if you're a genius, but you were guy. disliked. Yeah, that's the you opposite I mean? extreme. But I mean, like, no one's like, well, he's the best guy, but man, kind of a fucking idiot. No, no. <laughs> when he's not the, but then he's not the best guy. Why? Because he the best guy is the best so guy. Wait, so the best guy incorporates intelligence also? The best guy is just the best guy. Like that's the, the best. best guy. He's the best guy. He wouldn't have he's a really best. trademark shitty <laughs> quality if he was the best. If no, he was the best. Well, no, 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 no. Then but I guess that's, that's God. God. Yeah. I want to be God. Then sure, I'll be God. Not God. Yeah, the best. Well, well, like the best like guy. When you say the best guy, you're kind of saying that they're really good. They're good. Yeah, they're good. There's a great guy. Yeah. Okay, but in your like a great guy isn't. What would you choose, Luke? What would I choose? Yeah. Clearly the best guy. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a posing tough the one. question you're a good not, guy, not but a complete fucking thickhead, and everyone's like, he's a good guy. He's kind of a fucking idiot, but man, the best guy. I mean, yeah. just such a sweetheart. But, but that's man. like, that's a cynical thing. See, the best guy here is but, sincere. But, but it's cynical the to best go, guy is cynical. The way you're cyn- saying it's real cynical. But it's a cynical thing to also say he's a genius, but what a fucking no, asshole. No, no, yeah. What but that's that not mean, cynical. No, that's no, that 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 actually be, That can be an objective If you say someone is the best guy, you mean they're a good person. You don't mean they're smart. Yeah. You just don't mean it, it that. That's not what it means. Truth that I mean, but that, that feels interesting to me that you guys what, what you're saying is it, it the doesn't best necessarily like, mean never... that it's that it that you're not something else. No, but it's just a, like a colloquialism. Saying someone's a good guy means they're nice. It doesn't mean they're smart. It just doesn't mean that. He's a good guy. But I, yeah, I guess yeah. in, in the context of the question, where you're using an objective also, descriptive why are in you a de- second, why are you demonizing people being dumb as bad? Like some oh. people are just dumb. That's a total truth. Like some people are fucking idiots. Yeah, but I don't think that's the best part of being alive like if i if i think of someone as a there's no one in your head right now that you're saying is a okay. fucking idiot and is also the best i guess i'm also then saying then this question is not very equal but i i unless guess they had I would a, be the unless they guy. had a, be a disability guy. yeah What's that? Unless they had a disability. I mean, really, we're just hung up like, on the like, semantics. Someone's not a, uh, not smart. Some of the best people I know great. are retarded. <laughs> is that what you're saying? So, no, I mean, uh, if you're thinking <laughs> of someone cousin. in the terms of fucking idiot, that's not probably someone you also think of as the best guy. True. I'm not saying like mean? idiot like an asshole. I'm more like know. they are incompetent. I, I actually disagree with that. I, I think the word fucking is, yeah. I, there are people in my life who are fucking idiots who I would say are great guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, truly. Yeah. yeah I would totally use that language. Say, say okay. who it is. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm giving him another point. I like that. <laughs> so, so. Okay, well, uh, Hampton, you get no points. Thank uh, you. So we are uh, done with the lightning round. <laughs> Quickest one yet. That was, wow. that was snappy. That was that fucking was awesome. Um, okay, so what would you say is the message of your of your podcast? Do you have a message? Uh Watch two friends uh, try and help each other get through depression, and yeah. maybe you can take something away from that. Plus, we like to talk about you know this this part of history. We find it like a dark, undiscovered kind of area. Right. I've always been fascinated with just like why did someone feel that way? How did it get there? Like what's what was going on? And um, you know, I think it's actually become a more complicated answer than what I thought it would be. As we found, it's it's more often. Mental illness. Can it be put into words? You know? What's the answer? <laughs> <laughs> the answer to staying alive? No, to what he was saying, to the, to the idea of, I guess it was like, why? Is that what the answer is? Yeah, exactly. I think I found it's actually, uh, it's more complicated, but also like it really does come down to more like, this is like an affliction that happens that is, there's no um, justice to it. It's just 
happens and like you have to deal with it in a logical way. Right? Yeah, man, I saw someone write on Twitter the it's other day this thing that I think all the time and I say to my therapist all the time, which is they were just they just tweeted, I'm so sick of being mentally ill. I'm so tired of it. Why did I have to be this way? It's so much goddamn work. I have to deal with it every day and it's it like doesn't being stop. You could say yeah, that being blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is that as frustrating as it can be and as much as it sucks and as much as it's unfair, a lot of people have mental illness, even ju- even if it's just minor depression and you have to pay attention to it and deal with it. And so, yeah, our show is just like trying to Laugh our way through it. That's okay. laugh your way out of the dark. Do you, do you, is kind of does, is, is how talking we feel. the be- I'm just curious because I was just thinking about something. Do you feel that changing your behavior, like behavior modification, has any effect kind on of. depression or mood or sort of the, uh, mood conditions? Uh, sure, it depends yeah. what it is and who you are. But yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah. the, the uh-huh. brain like develops habits and stuff, and after repetition of things. So like, of course, you know, like. If you are constantly screaming at yourself, I'm the best, like eventually you kind of probably will believe it or something, you know? Right. But it's all within reason. It's all, it? it's all I mean, within reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, you nobody know? wants to be the best guy. <laughs> like, po- positive thinking really does have its value, you know? But it's also like, you know, you have to be a realist. There's also, also situations where you need a doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just was saying, it's, it does seem like there, there is a real power to positive thinking. Not, it's not as like a sole sure. remunerative sort of behavior, you know, like behavior modification is not the answer, uh, be all, end all. But I, I do think there is like real truth to like the silver linings playbook, as wanky as it sounds. But like the more you train yourself to see positive things, the more it does seem to be a feedback loop that lightens the load at the very least. Sure. So I think like... I guess it's like is staying in as like being an asshole. But that doesn't mean you don't need to see negative things. Does either. being an asshole make you to make it harder to get out of being depressed? Being an asshole? Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? If, if you, you're like a dark. Dude, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I personally, for me, yeah, I can't even really. I, it's so easy for me to go into a depressed hole that if I'm hanging out with people and the conversation goes negative. For more than a couple minutes, I just leave, and it's like not their fault. That's how. That's how actually a handful I've of comedians that, yeah. uh, joke around. I New have York, a lot of friends. New York comics, New York comics, yeah. um, older comics yeah. also like are pretty like negative. And I don't even mean shit talking. Shit talking and making fun of each other can still feel mm-hmm. fun and inclusive, even if you're saying negative things. But I mean like sort of like bitchiness and just. Like, that sucks, and that sucks, and that sucks. Some people are into that. Personally, for me, it wears on me, and I have to leave. Yeah. But that's just me. I think it's it depends on your personality. I, I don't know. There's, I, I tend to shy away from the idea that there's one answer for everyone. I think, like, yeah, positivity is good to focus on, but also so is being honest with yourself. And I think I, a problem with, f- like, being obsessed with positivity is... You can start going the other way where you're not – you're like, I'm not depressed. Yes. I'm that's happy. That's what I was going to say. And, and that's just, unhealthy for you too. <laughs> you you yeah. just need sometimes also a therapist to just back up what you're saying as, is it right? Like, is it right to even be feeling this way or am I completely misplacing my feelings? You know, like you right. need some sort of – Do you mean positively or negatively? Uh, like, what, is it is it is it right for me to feel positively, or is it right for me to feel negatively when you're talking to your therapist? Um, is just how I'm either way, like how I'm interpreting the situation. It's like just having someone look over it and go, 
there's a second opinion. It's yeah. not just you in your head yeah. trying to validate every. There's experience. someone to experience what it is to be you. Yeah. It's very powerful. They have to at least pretend to give a shit. Sometimes therapists let, let you down, but I think it is a little bit of a vetting process of finding someone who actually like understands you and works yeah. with you. Yeah, that's I mean, why it's big... always hard to take breaks from them. Yeah, you know. The biggest thing that therapy's done for me is it's created this like extra language in my head that I didn't even force to happen. And this is why I wonder if Chinese repeat <laughs> C plus plus. Yeah, yeah, totally. Java. Uh I wonder if just repeating positive things would I wonder if that's like a band-aid on a broken arm kind of thing for some people. Cause for me I just like went and then I just started noticing when I would start getting in a, a typical thought pattern I would get into, like which for me is a lot of like uh Wait, why do they look at me like that? They hate me. Everybody hates me. I'm never going to be happy. I should fucking kill myself. Like, it's kind of like mm. where it can go. That's a pretty um, good bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, dude. Um, I uh, I started noticing after a few years of going to therapy that uh, that I would be like, wait, why do they look at me like that? Uh, wait, they're not looking at me. Wait, yeah. <laughs> wait, no, there's no one true. here. Uh, no, I, why are they looking at me like that? They, uh, they hate me. Everyone hates me. At about that point... I would then go, oh, shit, I do this all the time. Yes. They're not um, even thinking about I, you. They yeah. have their own bullshit. I, they yeah. hate themselves, most well, likely. obviously, but it doesn't even yeah. matter. Yeah. Even if they are, even if they do fucking hate me, I should, yeah. I do it all the time. And yeah. having a conversation with myself, which I do a lot now, which is like, wait, you do it all the time, man. Take it easy. No big deal. Yeah. Everything you just said, everything you can say to be nice to yourself, that's where the positivity comes in I think in that's me. sanity. I think oh, okay. like when people are, I, first of all, I think everyone's a little mentally ill in some way. Sure, right? of I don't course. Think there's anything the such president. thing, right? The president. No, that's the, right, guys. Thank you. Drop mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Killery, That's mine. I, I just I'm think, gonna, uh, I think when, when you talk about positive thinking, I think some people get frustrated because they're like, "Why am I not thinking positive all the time? What's wrong with me?" You know, like, yeah, yeah. just yeah. believe in yourself and just shut out the negative. Also, and, and also, if you're like, a difficult, cynical person, I think being told to be positive feels like the lamest, squarest thing that you can be told. Yeah, right. and, and, and then and, you go, and, like, like, what's wrong with me? Why is everyone positive? You're instantly suspicious. It feels yeah. so facile. That you're like, how could just trying to see the world in a better light inform my general emotional yes, but I, I like that you yeah. said trying. I think trying is better than forcing. That's mm -hmm. what you should do. You should try to, like, err on the side of positivity because, like you just said, if you don't, if you force it, then you're being false. And that's what annoys people when someone's, like, falsely happy yes <laughs> yeah when someone's like yeah you're great and you're like oh my god shut the fuck I up i honestly yeah. feel like depression is a form of like heightened awareness in a lot of ways it's just like you're right you're actually right to things be depressed so. about and you're these gonna things. die sure. one day you are yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, right. yeah you're totally. observing all of the things you're getting it yeah. and it's fucking depressing yes. you know so like i've thought about how like um well, a lot of consciousness is just like you know, uh, it's our anxiety. It's our depression. It's how we're, like, interpreting the world around us. And this is just a very primal feeling that separates us from apes is, like, this kind of nervousness. We uh, learn how to, like, connect, you know, two ideas together. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, um, comes from... Uh, like lining up a shot as a monkey, you throw a rock, and you know it, like how to make accuracy. So it's like forethought. Oh, if I do this, that's going to happen. And understanding why it's important to do that at and that so, moment. Yeah, now yeah. we understand, well, if I do this, this is going to happen. And that's the birth of anxiety, basically. It's inside of you. We understand to, consequences. It's inside of you to be concerned about the world and to be like interpreting it. But sometimes it's just 
going out of control. But also, uh, I, I also think thing. sometimes that it's a lot about like it, it does make sense to feel bad in some ways, like Absolutely. you were saying. And I think like the a huge problem for me is that we, if, if we thought of it as uh, instead of depression or sadness, as it's all a form of grief mm-hmm. and grieving that mm-hmm. is occurring. Yeah. Because as opposed to like a, a, when we understand a major death or a major loss, we get we allow space for grieving because we're like it makes sense that this person is going to be experiencing some sort of terrible affliction for a while, and grieving is a process that allows that process well yeah. allows the uh, the entirety of it to expire mm-hmm. you know to get to the other side and so like a lot of the things that happen to us are in a way sort of like uh oh, miniature deaths miniature grief, miniature grieving. losses had, yeah, yeah. After and we are traumatic experiencing grief for the death the the loss it's of something because we, we, we know we're also dying in yeah. a way and we're like oh i'm never know? gonna get that thing now or, i'm never like, gonna yeah, get that our greatest gift happen. as and humans we should allow space for that is that we know we're gonna die like, we're one of the few species that probably knows we're going to die, Yeah, right? my dog has no idea I'm going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then that also Otherwise, gives us our, our biggest flaw is that we're like, fuck, I'm going to die. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a huge thing. I mean, exactly that sort of thing of when we started connecting thoughts, then we realized, like, aging, and then we see humans dying naturally from death. And we're like, wait a second. Uh-oh. That's me. I'll be dead like but him. not really. Right. You know? One day they're going to invent something to keep us alive, Dude, right? Elon Musk invented God, a t- new type of dick that keeps you alive. <laughs> you just got to suck it all the time. Gotta suck yeah. it all the time. Oh, and I think wait, that what? brings us to our final <laughs> wait, question. That wasn't in the instructions. And I think it brings us dick. to our final question. Okay, right? final <laughs> questions, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, guys, we have our final lightning questions round. Right now. <laughs> lightning round. Yeah, the round of lightning. You guys invite way too much electromagnetism in this room. There's no stop in the electromagnetism. I don't know. Understand that. Honestly, it Wait, goes so where it wants. Mo- there's more lightning this round. No, no, no. There's no lightning oh, here. This okay. is just so the final. Is These are some round. Rock thunder round. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually makes more sense for an audio sure. experience yeah, to have yeah. a thunder round as opposed sure, to a sure. lightning round. But Absolutely. yeah, we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on flashes. to the final questions. Yeah, you just gotta Other sort of words. imagine as best you can. Um, but do you guys uh, have? Uh, we ask everybody this, uh, like a cause. Or a group, or an organization, or a charity that you think is worth our audience's time or resources. Now would be a great time to be to like donate hey, to donate their time or, or money to anything. Yeah, our Patreon. No, just kidding. <laughs> I think we would naturally say the suicide hotline because we yeah. mention them all the time, and they actually need resources. Like it's so disheartening. Mm-hmm. Like when I've had to like message with somebody and like they couldn't get through to the hotline. Like. They're just, Jeez. they're not like understaffed, but it's like, I mean, yeah. you know, like you only know a couple people maybe who worked for them, you know, like it's not like a super popular job. I did know somebody, Man, I did know somebody who worked for them briefly. Yeah. yeah. Usually it's, it's they only this do it for a while. I, I know one person, What do they do when you call? Like, what do they do? I've called. They can direct you to medical services, of course. Like they want to make sure that you're safe, oh. secure. They just check in exactly what's happening with your situation and then they treat it individually. There's no like... I also, man, I've read some some accounts online from people. I was reading about this because also September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. Get aware, get aware. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was reading, like, accounts from people who um, almost committed suicide and called the hotline. And uh, they all said, like, yeah, I just talked to them and... um, and then afterwards, I felt better. That was, like, basically what they said. So the people on the hotline just, like, have learned the language that you require mm-hmm. in order to really listen to yeah. someone. Sympathetic It's really listening. listening. So yeah. they're not just like, and, don't do it. Don't do it. They're, right. like, actually like listening. How, I called once uh, very recently because we had a listener that 
uh, was messaging. It was like early on when we started the podcast and was messaging me on Instagram and saying you love the show and some other stuff and saying you dealt with depression. So I was like really trying to uh, give some advice on that. And then it just turned into him saying, I'm going to kill myself. And like I said, it was early on. Yeah. Uh, we hadn't gotten a bunch of listeners yet. Right. And we hadn't, like, really dealt with that yet. Uh, so I didn't know what to do. So I'm just emailing with this guy. At this point now, like, once it gets there, I immediately direct them to mental health professionals into that hotline. And, like, because I, I don't have the know-how or, honestly, the emotional capacity to... It's not like you can give advice through hold email. Hold someone's hand yeah. that I've never met before through email. a suicide yeah. th- suicidal yeah. thoughts, right? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I... He just kept – he just said at one point, you know what? I, I kept suggesting people he could email. I'm friends with a guy in one of his favorite bands, and I, like, talked to that band, and the guy was like, oh, I'll talk to him. I gave them this guy's email, and I was like, reach out to him if you don't have friends and family. Hampton Whoa. will talk to you. What band? The guy just kept – Pup. Do you know the band Pup? Oh, no. They're great. They're amazing. Um, and uh, – and so I just gave him all these options, and he's like, Dave, you've been so nice. I'm just going to do it. And I fucking lost my mind, and I called the hotline. And what was so interesting about calling them was, like, they were like, you've done everything you can do. It's out of your hands entirely. Um, hopefully he'll call us. Oh, they're not uh, allowed to reach out. No. Yeah. And, uh, and then after I talked to her about him for, like— three minutes she was like but how are you though (laughs) Ah. yeah and then we talked about me for a while and i can seriously say that it was like really it was just like helpful in general to have talked to someone with that knowledge of how to talk to a person that day oh wow yeah it was cool that's great so suicide prevention online the second question is why should we be hopeful because mm, of weed, dude. Okay. I like that. No, I don't know. <laughs> I figured All this right. was get high and save the world. Nice. Right? Um, That's a valid thing. I like weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what was the thing? Why, do, why, why should we, we be hopeful? Um, I think it's about an individual thing. You should create your own purpose for life. There's no one who can give you, like, what the fuck you should do or tell you how to live. Like, it's all bullshit, like, of their own preconceptions. Like, people should really just take it upon themselves to really truly make themselves happy. That's the only fucking way you're going to be. The thing that makes me the most Hmm. hopeful, uh, to piggyback off that, is... uh, that every time I work on something, I get better at it. It might be really slow. It might only be a little bit. But, like, all you got to do is work on something and you get better at it. And that includes feeling good. Okay. Damn. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Double, yeah. double I'm Dave drop. a point. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Dave, I'm going to let Barry give you a point. All right. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, uh, guys. Okay, well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Dave wins. Yeah, yeah, Dave wins. Yeah, Dave wins. Dave wins. Um, Dave's the winner. Sincerely, thanks, guys. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. Oh, you did message me up there.